Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. As we get ready to wind down 2022 and, and call it a year, uh, and what a year it's been, uh, we thought, what better time, similar to last year, you know, something we, we celebrated 100 episodes last year, and we took that chance to look back at some of our favorites over the course of the of those first 100 episodes, and uh, the timing of it just felt perfect. You know, we could do it again at the end of this year and recap some of the, the best episodes from the year and give you a little snippets, those cold opens that we do. Um, and maybe pique your interest. Maybe you missed one or two, or uh, I, I don't know, maybe more. And, and you want to take the opportunity, you know, over these final couple of weeks to go back. And, and it's a chance for us to go back and see some of the uh, the interviews that we've been able to have and, and produce for the show and um, share them with you and, and just kind of recap and relive some of the, the best moments of the year as we, you know, take these final few weeks to regroup, uh, re energize ourselves, and, and come out, you know, with a, an even better slate of interviews and, in 2023. So that's what we're doing. We're, we're highlighting some of the, the hits, if you will, uh, of the year on the Independent Thinking Podcast and uh, doing so you know, here as we, we get ready to take a couple weeks off and uh, look ahead to the new year. So we'll start there and, and we'll go back, you know, this first episode, this first interview that, uh, you know, we, we want to call attention to came about during primetime back in Phoenix in February. And, and it was our keynote speaker, uh, while we were there in Phoenix that, uh, you know, took some time, you know, graciously while he was with us to, to do a podcast uh, from his, his green room behind stage. Um, and that was Mr. Eric Weinmeyer, who the blind adventurer uh, and, and uh, motivational speaker who took some time to share just about, you know, how he's been able to turn something that, uh, you know, could be seen as a major obstacle in life and really used it as an opportunity to share his story, spread his story, um, and, you know, just do all kinds of awesome things for not only the people in the organization uh, that, that he, you know, is in, involved with, but, um, you know, sharing his message and, and bringing it to the retail community and how it still applies, you know, taking those those obstacles in life, the obstacles in business and uh, changing them and, and converting them into opportunities. So uh, here's a little snippet from, from that interview and, uh, you know, our time with Eric. You, you mentioned it, you know, going blind and, and just sort of what that does to the psyche. How, what did it take or what was that motivation for you to not, uh, you know, as you describe it, there's, there's campers and, and climbers and to not fall into that kind of camper mode where you let what was happening sort of define you. It's this really complex art to be able to, to not get sidelined, but continuing to climb, to continuing to to challenge ourselves every day, continuing to figure out, yeah, how to take lead and turn it into gold. Once you notice alchemy, you see it everywhere. You know, just because I summited Everest or Kayak the Grand Canyon done these big things, it doesn't mean I don't struggle, you know? The stories of alchemy are really amazing motivators. Again, cool to just to hear how he, you know, takes something that could be such a major obstacle in life and, and turns it around and uh, uses it as fuel to, you know, the burn a fire that is so passionate in him. And uh, he, he shares that message. And it's one that, you know, that fired us up at the beginning of the year and, um, you know, at the start of that prime time there in Phoenix. But uh, similarly, while we were in Phoenix, uh, we took the opportunity to, to visit with a local member, uh, Waltz, who, who's based out there uh, in Phoenix, and um, do a store visit. They had a, an awesome setup and they need to see sort of what they were doing in their store, um, you know, how they utilize the space in their store and also, you know, had a little bit of a studio in the back there. So we figured what better opportunity to, to sit down with Bear Henley uh, there of the Waltz team and, and dive into a podcast with him while we were there. So this is, this is a little snippet from that, our, our time together at the Waltz store out in Phoenix and 
uh, you know, doing a podcast on location. You say, you know, embrace that change. You've been involved in the business a while. How has it evolved and how have you guys been able to, as you say, embrace that change? Well, I'd say the thing we do probably the most, or one of the most important things we do would be engaging with our customers, current and past, and finding out what they like about what we're doing, what they may not like about what we're doing. It's a lot of tweaking. It's a lot of trying things. We're not afraid to try something. I think it's just being open-minded to change and it happens, you know, whether you like it or not. All right. Next up was kind of a, a reunion podcast, if you will. Although I don't know if I ever had, I'd have to go back and look in the archives of the Dealerscope podcast. But uh, our, our time together, uh, Mr. Patrick McCarthy and myself, you know, we reconnected uh, not too long ago when Nationwide and ASEAN Unlimited announced the merger uh, late 2021. And it brought together two former colleagues who were once again colleagues and doing work on behalf of independent retailers and custom integrators. And uh, took the chance uh, early last year to to sit down with Patrick and talk about the things he's been doing with the custom integrator, uh, the the ASEO network, and um, doing some new business development, working with the members, uh, putting together some awesome programs. And it was right after their spring conference, so we we took the uh, the chance there to recap how that conference went, what they're doing, and and uh, dive into the ASEO community a little bit more. So here's Patrick McCarthy of ASEO and a little snippet from our conversation on that podcast. Obviously, you took the brains with you. I took the looks, and they just wanted me to do communication things for Nationwide. So it's kind of how we ended up where where we are doing the things we are today. So right, that's why they hide me in the office and you get to do the podcast. They hide me away in the back. That's right. Oh, but no, it's uh, awesome to kind of to follow that growth and and sort of see where what you know what you're doing now. What's it about the type of work now that kind of gets you jazzed up to go into that office out there in Chester Springs every day? I think what's interesting about a buying group is the support and the family aspect. And if you ask anybody here what they do, they have 10 or 12 different jobs at any given time. And you really get to pay off when you go to a conference and everybody comes together uh, like we just did in New Orleans last week. Awesome. And nothing like a a little self-deprecation on a podcast. We love having uh, those conversations. Uh, You know, obviously great to have Patrick back as a colleague and uh, excited that we, you know, uh, hopefully more of those podcasts in 23 as well. So we, we had some fun there and I look forward to continuing to work with them. Next up, John Duesberg, co-founder of Coolleaf, a platform that Nationwide Marketing Group we use as a uh, employee engagement tool ourselves um, and, and have turned around and, you know, learned a lot from that platform. And it's one that, you know, I think you'll see a lot more on, on the HR side as we dive into 2023 and, and, you know, bringing some HR services, including Coolleaf, uh, to the membership and uh, figured it was a, a good opportunity. You know, we're learning a lot as we use the platform, but to, to dive into it even deeper and just the idea of employee engagement with John, um, you know, and sort of what he's learned in founding the platform uh, itself. And then also just what, what retailers can learn, how they can utilize, uh, whether it's Coolleaf or another platform, uh, you know, similar sort of concept in their own stores to drive engagement and, and create, you know, at a time when finding talent and retaining talent is so, uh, such a, a challenge, but also a top priority, you know, how can retailers leverage a tool like Coolleaf or Coolleaf itself, uh, you know, to, to drive engagement and keep employees happy and um, create that sort of a culture that that just thrives and and you know leads to success as a business. So this is uh, John Duesberg of Coolleaf here on the podcast. You know, as a business owner, someone listening to this might be thinking, well, all right, it sounds like a really cool platform, but what's sort of that bottom line benefit to my business? What we hear is people want more than a paycheck. 
they want to feel like they're part of something. They're part of a community. You know, a lot of a lot of Gallup studies say, you know, if someone feels like they have a best friend at work, they're very much more likely to stay at their job, right? And so, how do you connect with people? How do you, you know, you know, foster these relationships and so forth? You tie it into the business, but then you also create opportunities for people to kind of connect from a culture perspective as well. Awesome. And moving right along, uh, 2022 was a pretty big year. We had a lot of uh, celebrations and anniversaries this year uh, among our members, you know, celebrating major milestones as business owners and uh, just the, the businesses themselves. And one of those is Queen City, based out of the Charlotte, North Carolina area, uh, who also, you know, aside from celebrating 70 years as a business, uh, expanded into the Winston-Salem market uh, right in our backyard is the headquarters for Nationwide Marketing Group and um, took the opportunity while they were celebrating their 70th anniversary and also their their recent expansion into a new market uh, to sit down with the player family, Roddy, Roddy Jr. and Kate Player, um, to talk about the business, everything they've learned uh, you know, from be, being a multi-generation uh, family and, and business to you know, sort of how they are thrive, growing and thriving uh, as a retailer today. And uh, awesome conversation. Always cool to catch up with members and um, hear what they're doing and, and learn from them and share their stories. And this was a neat one because it's not only in our backyard, but also just a, a major milestone for them and seeing everything they have going on. So this is the, the player family and a little snippet from our conversation uh, on the podcast. The 70 year legacy, you guys been growing. Talk about that expansion and, and what's going on there. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll dive a little deeper. I'll kind of get, let you give the overview and then we'll, we'll dig into it a little bit. So, yeah, 70 years. So, 1952 is when, when dad started the business and he was a, simply a TV repairman, you know, working out of a van with Roddy and Kate coming to the business as, as a chance for us as a group to take a look at, at, at expanding outside the market a little bit. Both of the kids and, and myself, we're a Wake Forest family and uh, Winston-Salem. We've got tremendous connections up there with the university, uh, with the buying group based up in Winston-Salem. We think it's been an, it'll be a natural fit for us to come in there and serve the market. Awesome. And cool to hear, like I said, from from them, not only because of the anniversary and their 70 years uh, that they were celebrating, but the expansion into Winston-Salem and the, the store that they have, um, you know, expanded into there and uh, opened up in that market because, you know, being in our backyard, we'll be able to learn a lot from it and, um, you know, excited to see sort of how that grows and, and not only their business, but that location in particular. So I'm sure we'll be hearing more from them over the course of the year and uh, ahead into 23 and beyond. So, Moving along, the I always love being able to mix passion, uh, you know, personal passion with uh, work passion, and in this case, it came in the form of Castle Rental, um, and Ennis Barger, uh, a partner at Castle Rental, that uh, took an opportunity. You know, a local player um, had some, you know, a, a radio sports jockey uh, made some hot stove type comments and uh, called someone who was on a, a local. Uh, college team there, a rental player. And that opportunity turned around and was uh, born into an NIL deal, the NIL name image likeness, uh, something the NCAA started to allow college athletes to use their name image and likeness to, um, you know, start building their own personal brands. And uh, it's a cool thing that, you know, independent businesses, uh, as we learned from the the Castle Rental team, might be able to leverage in their own, you know, uh, business and, and, you know, used to their advantage as well. And that's what Castle did with the the local college athlete. And uh, we dove into it with Ennis and how they're, you know, leveraging that story and leveraging the the opportunity that NIL provides. Because it's something that, you know, as he told us in the podcast, that they'll look to continue to do. 
uh, at Castle. So uh, a cool uh, story, uh, you know, one that could have gone sour for the athlete and, uh, you know, maybe that program as it were, but, you know, they, the Castle team took and spun and, uh, you know, obviously takes the athlete wanting to participate in that as well. So uh, just all in all, a cool opportunity to share that story and, and you know, hear what the Castle team's doing and uh, how they, they spun it. So this is uh, Ennis Barger from Castle Rental and a snippet of our conversation on the podcast. People listening are like, well, I, a guy was called a rental player and a rental, you know, business goes inside, right, they, they went and did it. As you've kind of considered, you know, what, what the future for you guys in this looks like, what are some of the things that would make you want to, you know, go and sign another athlete? We don't have a huge marketing budget, just like a lot of, our, you know, the people that are going to listen to this podcast are, are going to identify with that. Our strategy is going to be to find people who embody the values, the type of character, the backstory, the blue collar work ethic. More than anything, I want to propel the quality student athletes up and, and get them the kind of attention that they, they deserve. Again, just a cool story and uh, you know, so many cool stories on this podcast, but that one um, just was a lot of fun to dive into that aspect. And uh, two industries or, or you know, two markets that you don't think have an opportunity to cross college athletics and independent retail um, or the, the rent to own space, but uh, here they are doing it and we get to share that story on the podcast. So uh, next up, another anniversary story. And this one is a big one. So the, the century mark for the Silica for your home team. And uh, we had Tom and Josh Schneider on the podcast. Um, you know, Tom, obviously, if you were at Orlando uh, or Orlando primetime, uh, you saw Tom on stage sharing the story of Silica uh, and how they turned, you know, how they celebrated their hundredth anniversary this year and diving into the history of the business and everything that uh, they've done over the years, starting, you know, up there in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin and, um, you know, just, uh, selling, I, if I recall from the podcast, they were in like the cheese and TNT and dynamite business, <laughs> just a very, uh, you know, for that time, I guess it was appropriate, but so different from what they're doing today. And, um, just need to hear that story of expansion and how they're working to, you know, keep the business at the forefront, um, and innovate and evolve to remain relevant in their market. And, um, it's all we can hope for, you know, this, those kinds of stories to be able to share those and uh, stories of success and longevity. And um, hopefully that, you know, that that's what you can pick up on the, those tidbits of what other businesses are doing and how you can apply it to your own store. And, um, you know, got to dive into that with the Silica team with Tom and Josh and uh, had a, a lot of fun doing so. So here's a snippet from that conversation on the podcast. To see sort of where it came from and what you guys are doing, what's it mean to you to see that century mark, the 100 years in business? I started at the age of nine and there was so much work. I mean, it was hard work. We were putting 60 hours in a week when we were in high school. It just feels like that hard work paid off. I'm extremely humbled to be part of a fourth generation as part of this. You know, looking backwards is, is incredible. Uh, it, it's very humbling. But, you know, for me, I guess I'm, I'm much more forward for a focus now at this point. Awesome. And we're getting there. Uh, so next up, uh, number eight, uh, podcast number eight that we're highlighting. And this one, you know, we talked to to vendor partners, we talked to members, we talked to the nationwide team. Um, but we also talked to our trade media partners, because they're the ones that, you know, have their finger on the pulse of some of the the, the big happenings in the industries and uh, that we serve and, um, you know, able to take their insights and share them with you as well. So th this one, this is Editor-in-Chief of Furniture Today, Bill McLaughlin, who um, spent his time with us in Orlando, you know, at the his first primetime, um, you know, diving into 
he participated in uh, like the furniture forum or mattress university, um, you know, leading a panel of members and talking about trends there. And, um, obviously has, you know, his, his finger, like we said, on the pulse of the furniture industry. And, uh, we dove into some of those trends, things he's seeing, you know, that retailers uh, should keep an eye on, whether it's product related or just how retail is done today. And, um, you know, in the furniture world and just cool to have those conversations. Cause that's, you know, as a trade person, myself, former trade person, it's neat to, you know, uh, connect with those uh, individuals and, and see sort of what they're covering, what catches their eye. They're on the road a lot at shows, you know, and obviously our own primetime included, but seeing so many different uh, product launches and just, uh, you know, hearing from different speakers and covering the industry. So neat to have those perspectives and share them here on the podcast. So this is Bill McLaughlin of Furniture Today and uh, a snippet from our conversation on the podcast. How has the experience changed? You, you think, you know, whether it's the markets or other shows that you go to, have you seen a lot of evolution in this space? The one thing that I think the pandemic really showed is that in-person trade shows matter. It really does make a difference. And, and I can say about just about every event I've been at in the past year, and this includes primetime, people are so grateful to be back together. Human beings at heart are social animals. There's nothing that beats a one-on-one -on -one conversation, casual conversation. All right, we're in the home stretch. Uh, you know, we, we talk about um, the the fun things that uh, we've done here at Nationwide, and you know, the growing and expanding ecosystem that uh, you, you know we see uh, with represented within this group. And uh, we took a big step forward in the custom integration space. We already heard from uh, Patrick earlier on this episode, and the ASEAN team that we merged with last year, and uh, you know, to to sort of bring sort of greater focus to that custom integration space. Andy Orozco joined the team um, in the fall, you know, right before Cedia uh, in, in September and um, has done an awesome job. Just the first couple months of being on, uh, you know, on site here at Nationwide and um, bringing some, uh, you know, focus and, and strategy to the, what we're doing in the custom integration space. And as he dives into it, or as he dove into it, you know, those first early weeks of uh, his, his time here at Nationwide, we sat down with him just to get a little, you know, glimpse into what he's thinking, the, the, uh, the way he's thinking about driving the custom integration business forward for Nationwide. And, um, you know, the, talk about just trends, some ideas that, that he's trying to bring to the table and uh, neat way, I think, for both him and you know us here, sort of selfishly, to to take the time to tap into his brain and see where he's uh, sort of looking as we dive into twenty three and in, in CI here at Nationwide. So uh, this is Andy Orozco and a snippet from that conversation on the podcast. What excites you about you know getting to work for the Nationwide dealers and the the CI dealers here and and, and everything that you have ahead of you? You know, I'm still pretty new, but the interactions that I've had so far, everybody's made me feel really welcome. There's a lot of resources that are here. The challenge is just organizing ourselves around the resources and making sure that we're presenting them in a way that caters to the CI channel. All right. Last but certainly not least, uh, more recent episode uh, of the Independent Thinking Podcast, but one that um, you know I, I think when I was recording it and uh, did the open for that podcast, uh, talked about just how excited I was about the opportunity to talk to the Beko brand and Sazi Bugai, uh, VP of Product Management for Beko US, and um, a brand that uh, you know I I got introduced to their parent company Archilik, um, a Turkish brand, uh, a few years back at a, an international uh, tech show, and um, got a glimpse then at sort of the the company culture and how they have this sort of main mission of producing products that are, you know, that are convenient and, and, you know, 
do great things for the customer, but also for the environment. And that has trickled down from the parent company to all of the different brands that Archlick serves, which includes Beko uh, and Beko here in the U.S. And um, Sazi, as, a, as someone that you know has his uh, his main focus on product management, has a great insight into how that you know corporate sort of strategy has trickled down to the Beko U.S. brand. And uh, we talk all about that and sort of what you know, Becco is doing here in the U.S., how the brand has grown and um, how they're leaning into that strategy of, uh, you know, being environmentally conscious as well as, you know, producing products that are uh, convenient for the consumer and um, also how the retailer can leverage that message in sort of what they do. So a, a great conversation and a, a, I think a very solid one to wrap up here with on our, our 2022 Independent Thinking Podcast recap. So uh, let's dive into it. Sazi Bugai and uh, a little snippet from our conversation on the podcast, what does sustainability you know mean to the Beko brand, and and why is it such an important part of the the company's DNA? We are people of consumption. We buy something, we use it, and we consume it. We throw it away. We are only given this environment where eight billion people globally. So we every manufacturer, every brand owner have to do their own part. Awesome and. Thanks again, you know, to Sazi and to uh, to every one of the the you know episodes recapped our interviewees that were recapped here and all the other uh, podcasts that we hosted throughout the year. So forty eight other interviews that we had on this uh, this season, if you will, <laughs> this year of the Independent Thinking Podcast in twenty twenty two. So lots of great interviews. Um, appreciate all of the time that they spent chatting with us, answering our questions, and. Um, sharing their insights, you know, with you, because uh, at the end of the day, this is all about, you know, providing insights and, and information and ideas to, to our listeners and, uh, you know, anything to help you and your business and, and to boost your business. So this is, it's all about you, this podcast. So uh, we appreciate their time. And of course, as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we will catch you in 2023. <music>